0: and welcome to another show of don't get this twisted i am rob along with my co-host as always tina how are you doing today tina
1: i'm good rob how are you
0: oh i'm not too shabby i'm getting by and it wasn't absurdly hot today
1: yeah, we've been having a little bit of a cool trend going on. I'm kind of excited yeah. about that. It's supposed to get over 100 this weekend. I'm not looking forward to that.
0: Awesome. Uh, yes, <laughs> you're, that is correct. It's supposed to uh, be pretty warm. So Yes. Yeah, so we better enjoy it. Supposedly, it's supposed to be 61 tonight where I am, which is probably about the same about for you. Interesting. Well, you know, I've been in the bad. pool
1: every day for the last like six days and the weather for it has been perfect. It's, the pool couldn't be nicer
0: right now. Oh, I'm sure. So, it's yeah. probably nice and cool.
1: Yeah. So I've definitely worked on the pink panda, you know, from wearing the one piece. But actually, oh, <laughs> nice. I got some new bathing suits. So now I'm not looking like a panda. It's kind of cool. That's not good. Not that anybody cares, but
0: you know. Well, you know, yeah, no. you know, you well, know, it's if you care, that's what really matters.
1: Well, you know, when you're naked and you kind of look like a panda because of where your bathing suit was
0: like, yeah, that's very it's interesting. Not,
1: it's, it's not all that sexy. So I'm glad I got some different bathing suits and the lines yeah. are starting
0: to change. I, I'm thinking maybe I'll get one that so I can look like a panda as well.
1: <laughs> I would love that. We should Wouldn't start that be trendin'. awesome?
0: Yes. <laughs> So everyone looks like a panda.
1: Right? And I say pink so t- panda because I really never get suntan, so
0: Which is kind of wild because you know you are a native. I am.
1: I I have gotten a little bit of color, but not but, much. But
0: but your mom was a ginger. Mama was a ginger. So yep. so does that make you a native with no soul? <laughs>
1: I don't know but I don't have any sense of direction so maybe. Uh,
0: yeah, cuz you know gingers have no gingers have no soul so.
1: I've told her that a thing a couple times in my life. I'm
0: sh- I'm sure you did.
1: Yeah, she, um, she one time she hit me. It was funny but she threw something at me. <laughs> uh
0: the good old days, you know, when parents could beat you and it would it was more than okay.
1: It was discipline.
0: Yeah, well, you know. I guess my son got a little bit of that, so I'm okay. Um, (laughs) So today, we're going to talk the fun subject of marriage. Mm. and, And mostly, if we would do it again.
1: Okay. Because,
0: well, you know, you're going through that, and I've already done it. So for, you know, I've been divorced quite a while. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, you have to start thinking about, you know, if you're willing to do it again or not. Um, You know, you're so, you know, you're kind of, you know, you're still somewhat in that department. So, but I, you know, I I think there's always. You mean I'm still attached, right? You're legally, (laughs) you're legally married. So. Right. But, um. Obviously, when you start looking at the reality of what we're, you know, your future, obviously, is Mm. I mean, for you, it's it's very wide open. And for me, it's a 12 lane highway. So Mm. it's it's more of, you know, you know, again, for you, it's kind of weird because I don't know if I want to. It's hard for me to throw the hey, do you think you would ever do it again? But hey, do you think you'd ever do it again?
1: You know, I don't really see myself doing it again for a number of reasons. One, I didn't like feeling like I had to be somewhere where I didn't feel loved or I wasn't happy. And that definitely is something that I didn't um, I didn't like when I was married, you know, just didn't feel like I was where I needed to be at the time. Um also, now that I'm getting divorced, I get spousal support. So if I marry, I wouldn't get the spousal support. So that was something that I would look at as like.
0: For sure. I mean, yeah. I think that, that there there has to be everything's checks and balances or you have mm-hmm. to weigh things out. For, for me, it's more of the would I because of. Of how I see the world now or how I see um, this, the institution of marriage, like right at, you know, obviously not too long after I was divorced, I was, I just would say I would never, ever, ever, ever do it ever. And then I would say within the last five years, I was super open to it. Like, yeah, I think I would do it again. I think it would ha- definitely have to be, um, and I hate to say this, but the perfect storm, but it would really kind of have to be this, things would have to fall into place where I felt comfortable with the person for a lot of other reasons than I probably yeah. would have before. Um. So, and I mean, now five years later or six years later uh, over all these things, I think I'm a little jaded and I don't know if I would do it or not. I'm just, I,
1: I definitely get the jaded part for sure, because you know, when you're, when you're leaving a marriage, you're all you're concentrating on is all the crappy things that are going on. And you know, that, that will tend to leave a, a little skin mark on your, on your, uh, your reality, you know? So I get I get that I don't know though for me you know I always say never say never because every time I've done that I've been kicked in the ass and had to go back and do it again and
0: <laughs> yep, totally. And,
1: and that is so my life too you know with karma and everything else so I don't I, I I think that if I were to get married again it would have to be someone who was equally or um like significant, it was significantly better at being who they are than what I was with before. Cause I, I really did have a good relationship with my ex and he was definitely uh, a strong, like solid person in my life. So mm-hmm. I don't think that I would ever get with somebody that wasn't at least that if I was going to do it again. Um, right. Right. Uh, it would I have think to be somebody phenomenal, though. Let's face it. It would have to be somebody where I'm I'm thinking stupid and I'll do whatever and, the, you know, whatever the hell he wants. I think that's uh, what would have to happen for me in order for that to happen. OK,
0: I think for me, it would just be more like they're, they're going to have to fit. fit it's going to be more of a puzzle piece, like whoever I end up marrying is going to have to fit into certain things for me. And and a lot less than what it would have been before. Like, I, I need a friend. I need someone who I can yes. literally see every day and not want to strangle them to death. <laughs> and I mean, you'd still want to honest. strangle them.
1: Let's, let's, let's be real. It, There's exactly. not one person in this world you wouldn't want to strangle at one point in time or another. Just it, because exactly. no one's perfect.
0: <laughs> so it has to be the one that I want to strangle less.
1: <laughs> I get you.
0: I also think that that the, the I know who I am and I'm definitely a um hmm, what's the best way of putting it? I'm an odd character. I I wear all my emotions on my sleeve, but I'm also I have no filter. So like I'll say shit and then after that, realize that I said something stupid.
1: I get that. But you know what? I don't I don't think that I would care to have somebody that has a filter. It would have to be somebody if if they have a, fi- a filter, it that that would be fine, too. But I, I would kind of just like them to be raw in who they are. Like if in order to really love somebody, you have to love everything about that person. And filter no filter I mean if they had one great and if they could keep you know if they mind mine their p's and q's and make it easy for me that's great but I don't know filters eh. I don't know I mean
0: I think I think filters are dangerous though because too many people hold back shit now and then it just builds and builds and then the next thing you know you're blowing up for absolutely no reason
1: yeah yeah. Or
0: so you think it's no reason. And then you realize that it's five months of holding things in. So that's why I think that no filter is better because you end up like just saying, fuck it. And I'm going to tell you or I'm going to say this. And it, if if it offends you, it does. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, you should be able to hear Anything that your mate has to say, I offended again. Do we really need to go that far? I may not like something that somebody says. I may not like something you say, but it's not like it's going to. It's not going to derail our relationship. You know what I mean? Because I could take it. You could take it. We just work together.
0: I, to- I Totally. I, I agree with that. But like uh, I'm. um I guess it all matters, too, that, look, uh, I I might say something that is a little not PC. So when I do, some people will take that to heart, like, or I'll make a, an off color joke that people are just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, it's funny, like, regardless Um, so. But
1: why would you want to be with somebody that's going to get butt hurt every time you say something? No, I, I I agree. I agree. I love saying stupid shit that people are going to be like, did you just say that? And I'm going to be like, yeah. And I actually believe it, but you know, you don't have to, you don't have to hate (laughs) me for it. And if you do, there's the door.
0: Exactly. And I, because look at the end of the day (laughs) and we're, we're all going to get a little twisted, right? Every mm-hmm. blue moon, because someone's going to say something or like politically. The, the problem, too, is like everyone says, oh, you have to be with someone who politically aligns with you. I, I don't think that that's necessarily true. I've never been with somebody that politically aligns with me ever.
1: And I've had long term relationships with everybody. And that was not even part of why we broke up.
0: That's good because like, I think, well, and I think now I think the political climate is, is so, um, it's just so in the forefront of everything. You know what I mean? Like you can't get away without someone saying something about mostly our ex-president. Oh, I mean. It's the, the the guy's not even in office anymore. And all you hear is right. Trump this and Trump that. And Trump, it's like, wow, like, okay. Um, and again, I, I say I'm more of a centrist than I lean. Right. Um, but I think that that's the crazy part I've seen mostly on dating profiles. I've seen people that are like, yeah, if, if, if you voted for Trump, swipe left, it's like, wow, like you're going to, you're limiting everything uh you know because maybe maybe you don't get along politically and but if that's the one thing that's going to i guess put uh, be the deal breaker (laughs) yeah put a wedge in everything it's like obviously you weren't going to get along anyway no matter Mm -hmm. even if you have you could have 15 great dates or you could know somebody for 20 years and that you say this one kind of weird thing and the next thing you know it's it's plunging things into the ocean it's like Wow, I thought like I thought it was better than that or I thought it was it was stronger than that.
1: But if you're going to get married to somebody, shouldn't that be something that doesn't bother you so much because you are in love and you you are supposed to accept the person you know, like unconditionally, like, well, not, sure. Not like, Oh, I can't be with you because you voted for Trump or you voted for Biden or whoever the frick you voted for. Like, right. should that really be a part of whether or not you're with someone?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think so, but I'm, I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm just okay with that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, look, we are who we are. And, and if you get along on, of the things, the 5% shouldn't be the deal breaker to me. But you know, I mean, again, everyone's personalities are different and hopefully you, you weed out that kind of thing way before you decide to get married. I mean, Mm -hmm. it would be a very bizarre thing that if it happened like after you're married, because if you get that far and then you may, you say something crazy next thing you know it's turmoil i don't know like it's just weird to me i i just think that like you know it's uh, even you know relationships friendships that turn into this really wild ride after you say something that you didn't or you just never realize what it is
1: You know what I I have a problem with is people that are in relationships tend to throw the other person away completely like they Uh don't work on their things. They don't try to come to an amicable ending even it. I think that as people, because we don't want to deal with somebody that thinks differently than us, we tend to throw people away. And I'm having a hard time with that because I'm still friends with all of my exes. Like there's not one that couldn't call me right now and say, Hey teen, I need you. And that I wouldn't get up and be there for as a friend, not, you know, not as anything else, but just if, if I love them enough to, to be in a relationship with them, then I should be able to love them enough to continue to, to be a part of their life in whatever capacity we choose it to be. I don't know. I think I think that getting married kind of isn't a cool thing to do anymore because people don't know how to deal with somebody and, and their differences. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to find people that are okay with everybody being different. And that's the type of people I like to be around.
0: So, I mean, me too, but, uh, you know, I just think that, It's, it's just difficult. Um, Difficult. What's difficult? When, uh, well, I, I, again, I think it all comes out of communication because you end up finding, you know, that the one thing that throws a wedge into things is something that's so minute that you're right. You end up never talking about it and you go on like, and this is things that have happened to me like throughout All of my relationships, these small Mm -hmm. things. um, I don't know. It's. You or you find out way later, like, oh, this is why it happened. It's like, wait a second. Um, You know, why didn't you tell me then?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of one of those people that if something's bothering me, you could see it all over my face. You could you could see it in my body language. You're going to ask me what the problem is. And I work really hard to come at a person and tell them what the problem is without like throwing any blame or calling them names or anything, just trying to get my point across. So to me, it's like just being honest is the way it has to be. And I I should be able to be honest and still be loved by the person that's supposedly loving me.
0: Right. Or be able to say, Hey, this really, really, really bothered me. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, is it going to affect things going forward? And then at least you, you have these things before you get knee deep into, you know, before marriage. Cause like, I think that's what scares me off marriage more than anything is that like, obviously most people when they date are someone different or you're on your Mm. best behavior or, and again, I'm, I'm going to say this from the male perspective. I think a lot of guys do that. A lot of guys do their best to put their best foot forward and, and are probably not as, I don't want to say open, but just not who they are. They suppress Mm -hmm. something. My problem is I I don't. (laughs) I don't at all. And I think that that also can come back to bite you where, you know, you end up. um, You you end up being so overly forward that it either scares people off or or can damage a relationship without even ever really knowing it. Oh, we can't hear you. Oh my hey, gosh. I'm so sorry. I was coughing.
1: So I put myself on uh, mute and you're, here I am talking. And nothing
0: to- <laughs> sorry. I was like, there's nothing coming out of your mouth.
1: <laughs> sorry. I, like, I had what to cough. The hell? No, um, I, <laughs> I like to know people's sick and twisted. I like to know where their, their lines are, where, you know, they, they're, they're this way to a certain degree. And then it's going to flip. Like I I like knowing people on that level. And, and I truly do appreciate knowing the little idiosyncrasies of people's personalities and what they got going on and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's the stuff I want to know first. And I don't use it against, a person. I haven't used it against a person like I know things about everybody that if I wanted to judge somebody I could judge myself right out of their life. But
0: <laughs> oh me too. It,
1: right? Oh, yeah. But here's the deal like why not just why not just know them that they're flawed and that that's still okay and that you could Still love them and it'd be okay. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't see the problem with that. I love the first things like when P pe- when you start dating and people tell you all their like stuff that they're like, Oh, I really shouldn't say anything because you're probably not gonna like me. Those are my favorite conversations,
0: yeah. Always well, be- because they're there's no front, there's no mask.
1: Yeah, they're real, you know? they're just real.
0: You know, like I, I've told you a hundred times, and I think I've said it on the show probably a bunch of times that if you really knew everything about your friends, they wouldn't be your friends because look, even the best of friends hold something back because everyone knows that like, uh, this one might be a a bit too much.
1: I don't know.
0: I I think so. I, I think most people do. And again, it might be something that wouldn't bother you or wouldn't, but I think we look at society still and go, eh, if I say this, someone's going to get mad. Um, and and I do that as well. Not as much. I think that I'm very um, upfront, open. I'll say crazy shit. And it, I I worry about it on the back end because mm-hmm. this is who I am. It's, you know, take me or leave me. But and if you don't like if you don't want me, at least say it say, say it and say why. And, you know, let's get going on to the next adventure because that's yeah, why that's even the hard... listen to
1: why though, because people come up with so much bullshit as to why they don't want to be with somebody or what, what they think the problem is. It's like, are you really even telling the truth with yourself? <laughs> well, maybe not. I
0: mean, I think that's, that could be the other thing for sure. I, I, I think that those are the things that, that you are, are uh, you, They're, you know, one big scale, right? And you're, Mm -hmm. you always put (laughs) some stuff on this side and some stuff on the other. And you have to balance it out to see, you know, what's the worst thing that you're going to have with this Mm -hmm. person. And if you can handle that, you should jump in with both feet. It's okay. Like, my thing is, I'm not afraid to get hurt. Why do you have to,
1: though? Why do you have to jump in with both feet? Why do you have to get married? Like, for (laughs) me, I think...
0: I'm not saying that you have to. I'm saying that if you're open to it. Right. I I don't think you have to get married. Not anymore. I think that mostly for, for I think marriage is predominantly for children. Oh yeah. That, that you get married to have children and to raise a family. Um, I predominantly, I think that's what it's for. I think it's okay to get married. If you, if you think that's what you want even if you don't want to have kids if that's your thing if you if you want that commitment and you want it mostly from a religious standpoint mm-hmm. where you know if you you want to get married in front of God I'm I'm okay with that if you want to get married just because you like the idea of a permanent um, relationship and you know something that's set in stone and that you're you are building a relationship and you're willing to put it to paper and Change your last name, blah blah blah. You know, wha- mm-hmm. however you want to look at it that way. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the way I look at it. Look, the, you don't have to get married anymore. I think that you can be with somebody. Um, for, like, but would
1: you have said that before your son was born? Like, would you have thought the same way? Because I, I was kind of thought. I always kind of thought that marriage was an end game. It was something that you aspired to to do and to have a mate like that and to stand up in front of everybody and say, this is my person. Uh, when I was younger, I, I was raised to aspire to be like that. And Mm -hmm. now that, now that everybody's gone and nobody's trying to raise me, I'm going, why was that what I was supposed to be aspiring to have in my life? Like really did it, did it, did it benefit me? I guess it did. I, it did, but would that have been the only way that it would have benefited my life? Absolutely not. The person that I was with every day was what benefits a life, right? The person that you're with. So really, do we need a piece of paper? Cause I, I believe if, if we didn't have that paper, I think things would have just maybe not been so serious that it got to the point where we couldn't do it anymore. You know what I mean? I don't,
0: yeah. No, I, I, you're right. I think there's pitfalls with being married. Yeah. For sure. I, I, because I think that you <laughs> hold yourself to a level when you're married. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to get out of this because whatever reason, uh, family, you know, what's the family going to think? What are the kids going to think if you're getting a divorce? What is, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And then you look at the financial burden of getting a divorce and we have to start over. Everyone's going their separate ways. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard starting over. And, and I went through all that, you know, I went through all that and I took my kid. So I had my son. So here I am a single dad starting from scratch. There's a lot of things. I, I didn't have a car at the time. Like there were things that like I, I was behind the eight ball because of, financial situations that I didn't get myself into. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, you're right. I probably wouldn't have said that before my son. But once you have a kid, I think you see marriage differently. I think going into it, you know, you're getting married for a reason. There should be for me. There's two. Like you said, I think that it's a commitment to the person that you think you want to die with. Mm hmm. And if you're that serious with that person, obviously you probably want to have children or procreate one Mm -hmm. of the two, like, or a combination of, of both. But, um, yeah, I think that, um, you, you are looked at, you know, differently when you're, you're doing that marriage thing and you look at what marriage is differently that's why i think once you go through it and get a divorce you're you're super jaded at first and you're like i'll never do this again screw that i don't want to don't want to hurt again i don't want to get hurt i don't want to do this i don't want to do that and then you do get to a certain point where you're like "Eh, i would probably do it if i found that one you know and And then you may maybe think you found that one and that kind of fades out or fades away. And you're like, "Uh, you know, do I really want to try to do this again? I I see. I'm at that point in my life where I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I I love the idea of a mate and someone to be around all the time. But do I really have to get married? Probably not. Right. Um, I think the other reason to get married and let's say you're with somebody in the twilight years. So we're let's say 60. Let's just say 60,
1: 60. is twilight years. No, fuck off, but Rob, I'm saying
0: fuck off. No, no, no. But what what <laughs> right, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what what I, what I well, and this is kind of what I'm going to say though cuz I think at 60 you you start looking at your life differently. Right. So let's say, you know, you start looking that death isn't death can happen at any time and it can happen now at any time. But obviously, once you get, you know, mid 60s, late 60s into your 70s, you know, you might want to make sure that the person you're with, let's say you're with them seven, eight years. You might get married just to make sure that they're financially taken care of their insurance is taking care of this, 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 this. And I know that you can, you can do a lot of that now with out being married, mm-hmm. but like decisions, like if you're not married and I don't know if you can make life decisions, like if you're in the hospital on a respirator, you know, I don't know. I, I well, don't whoever know. The legalities. On your,
1: whoever's on your advanced directive would be the one that gets to make the decisions. Yeah. But my can you do somebody I-
0: who's not married?
1: Yeah, because my ex and I have done it, even though we're we're still technically married. But the divorce is going to be final sooner than later. And because we put each other's names on there, that's who gets it. Like, who's holding that paper wins? You know what I mean? So we still are going to do that for each other.
0: I don't know if I'd want to do that if I was if I was paying someone's spousal support and they end up in a bed. (laughs) I might so, be like, she wants to die. She told me that a long yes. time ago. Unplug her. Yeah, I, I don't know about a, that.
1: I had to have a procedure and the doctor forced, uh, like, you have to have this done before you have the procedure. And it was advanced directive. And it was, like, closer to the beginning when we first decided to get divorced. And he, he's my, you know, he was my husband, so it didn't matter anyway. He would have been right. the one to make the decision. And I had to mm-hmm. look at him and say, hey. Uh, will this be when you get even with me or can you be an adult enough to handle this? And he looked at me, he's like, of course I'll be an adult to handle this. And I'm like, okay, but I was kind of nervous. Like, yeah. you know, like, you don't know. Next thing I know, I'm waking up and I'm like,
0: yeah, on a ventilator
1: oh. and, oh, all the stuff I said I didn't want. So, or if he has was, to make the decision hardened. of,
0: you know, she may be brain dead. She may be in a coma for three years. What do you want to do? Unplug her. is not out to pay her no more. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll see. And that's it, too. And and in all honesty, please unplug me. Like, I don't want to be. Yeah. I mean, I, don't I, I say be that a that for three years. Fuck that. I'm, if oh, if this I, is an out, I'm getting an out. Let me get out. Like, it's OK. Yeah,
0: I, I say that jokingly. And I know him. So. Like I say that just in case he comes across this episode, I I'm saying that humorously. Yeah, because, you know,
1: he's a good guy. He's going to do he will always do right for me because that's the type of person he is. And that's also what he expects out of me is to do the right thing. Like try to be, you know, and and we do work on that. So if he wants to pull the damn plug, let him pull the plug. (laughs) Well, yeah. And
0: and if he's in a bed, you're not going to pull the plug because you're going to keep getting paid.
1: No, I would pull the plug like
0: you're like, no, keep his ass on the ventilator for fucking five years.
1: As long as that check keeps
0: coming in.
1: So so our our neighbors, (laughs) when we were living together, uh, the the husband was was terminally ill and his wife kept him alive (laughs) because that's what he wanted. And I had such a hard time. Like, I felt so bad, like. To watch him deteriorate the way he did and know that that was no life and to know that he was in so much pain and still she was, you know, she was fighting for him. And God bless her that she and, and he believed the way they did, because that's not how I believe. And I tell people, please don't ask me to do this for you because I'm a I'm a plug puller. I don't want to you know, I don't want you to live on this earth, not living that to me. That's I I
0: agree. I don't want to, that's, that's a shit way to, to exit this place. Uh, I know.
1: But I'm, I'm I'm grateful for the fact that she did everything that she could for him to keep him alive. Like she gave it every freaking thing. And then some to the point where I was like, please, please show him mercy. Like. I know I sound like an asshole for that, but I'm not, I just, it hurt me. You know, even sure. hearing her talk about what was going on, it made me want to run away. Like they made me want to run away more than the divorce did.
0: I, it, well, and, I mean, and I think that that's marriage, right? That that's, that's a commitment and to make that commitment <laughs> is, is big. And I think that that's, you know, to circle back, that's, that is it like, mm-hmm. and am I willing to make that commitment again? Uh, I, I, I I'm up and down with it. I think that again, the perfect storm, the, the, and I, and I don't even mean the perfect person because no one's perfect. Right. I just think the perfect situation, you know, someone that I can laugh with someone that mm-hmm. I can be with and talk to about anything, even when I'm, I'm in a shitty mood or I'm, you know, whatever, More someone to lean on, you know, again, everyone wants a best friend, but I think that I I'm that it has to be that way. So whoever I meet needs, you know, if I meet somebody or whoever, whoever it ends up being, it it has to be that person that I feel that they're more my friend than anything else first.
1: Yeah, it has to be somebody you want to be with. Regardless of how they act or what they do or what's going on in their world. you It's got to be somebody that you just can't imagine not being around. Yeah, and, but- and if you could, if you find that, then go ahead, get married, like knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. But know that that person doesn't stay the same because as we get older, we grow and we change and we evolve and mm-hmm. we have different needs. So
0: sure.
1: you can't. I always say, you know what? I'll give you a solid 10. Let's do it this way. Everybody gets married for 10 years and then they're immediately dissolved at the 10 year mark. They have to stay could, single for re-up. a year. Yeah, they could do that. They could re-up. No, I, I but think they have re-up. to stay single for a year. They can still be with the person, but not be married so that everybody is there because they want to be there. Not because they have sure. to be there. After mm-hmm. that year, if, if you're still dying to get married, get married again. We'll throw a big party. Yeah. We'll have a good time. Let's, you know, let's fix the economy by having more marriages. I
0: don't care. actually i think i think i love your idea this i I, let's say we do a solid 10 yeah then then you stay single for a year with an automatic re-up if you don't dissolve it so like it's up to you guys to make sure that you have like whatever the the date is your marriage date to 10 years (laughs) On that day, you have one year to dissolve it. And if neither of you do, you automatically get re-upped. Because here's the thing. Okay. If you're if you're that in love and you're that everything's going good, you don't give a shit if it re-ups. But if no. you're unhappy, you will make damn sure <laughs> that you go dissolve that shit. Mm-hmm. So I like that idea. And I think that, that uh, with small exceptions... After that 10 years, you should walk away clean.
1: Yes, that's that was part of it. Like, it's just a wrap. There's no hard feelings. There's no it's this this is the law. Let's just make it the law. Because if you think about it in my in my 20s, I was you know, taking, taking care of my family and, and trying to have kids and and finding a person. And then in my thirties, I had a kid and I was the, the matriarch of the family and I was Mm -hmm. taking care of everything. And, and I, you know, I was running that, but then in my forties, Things changed, you know, and, and, you know, with having the hysterect, the partial hysterectomy and my mom dying and my daughter running away and all the crap that went on. Like I was a totally different person at 40 because I didn't have any obligations. They, they all ran away. So Mm -hmm. then... You know, now I'm looking at my 50s going, holy crap, I don't have to take care of anybody and I'm not going to be married and I don't know where I'm going to be living and I don't know how I'm going to do this. You know, so it's like I think that every 10 years you grow in such a way that you're how do you how do you pick somebody to love for a lifetime if you're growing? I know people do it, but Mm -hmm. how do you how do you how do you love somebody through 30 years of change? It's a big one.
0: It, you, well, I think the only way that that happens is that you continue to change with them together. Yeah,
1: but how you know I mean? often does that happen? Because women and men are so different; they don't mm-hmm. change the same. You know, it's, it's not. No,
0: but I think that one of the one or the other morphs into the person they're with because they like they like that ninety five percent. Like I talked about earlier, that that ninety five percent is so driven. That you go, I'm. I'll just morph in that five percent, and I'll be fine. And that's how people, I think, stay together mostly from the generations before us. People together sixty years, mm-hmm. you know. And again, I think, you know, as you get older, like if you got married at twenty, by thirty, everyone's marriage would be dissolved. You know what I mean? Like, and, and again, I you know, if we go with the thing of you just walk away, like no child support, no no alimony no nothing that's the
1: thing there still need to be some there still would need to be some like child support there there, somehow there's a a little bit of a problem with that for me because i do believe that that kids still need to be taken care of parents still need to get be there we talked about fatherless homes i
0: I agree i i just say there's no legal obligation to it so with the exception of saying okay look you do this and i do this you make sure or you both put the exact same amount into a fund to take care of the child because mm-hmm. look men get screwed i took my kid and i got zero child support zero not a dime i didn't ask for Did you fight for, for it, it. though
1: you'd see that's nope. the thing you didn't ask
0: no i because part of this deal was why are we going to screw each other's lives up just take care of your kid when you have him and i'll and i'll take care of him when i have him I just happened to have him all the time because I didn't want to be without him. So okay, I ahead. knew what I was doing and, and and I'll sound morbid and I don't don't mean it this way. I just looked at it like she was dead and I wasn't getting any child support anymore. Man up, take care of my kid when he's with you. Make sure you take care of him, you feed him, you buy him clothes, get him shoes for school. She didn't not help. I just didn't have, you know, I'm going to get five hundred dollars every month. I didn't mm-hmm. want to do that to her either this it because it crushes people's souls when you do that when you're just like oh, I'm so screwed how am I going to fucking pay my rent how am I going to eat this month just take care of your kid if you both do it the right way your kid will be fine to me I I just think that it's it because I did it and I know it can be done you don't have to have child support you just have yeah. to nut up I get and, that and and, and, and
1: I'm so grateful that I don't have a kid that I have to worry about while mm-hmm. getting divorced because I think I would have sucked it up and stayed. And that's not a reason to stay anyway.
0: No, it, I'll tell you, it's the worst decision to stay. Yeah. Staying for a child is not going to help anyone. They're going to understand it. They're going to know it. Kids aren't stupid, mostly when they get to a certain age. When you're in a relationship that everyone sees it you're unhappy in but you keep staying you're just teaching your kids to stay in an unhappy relationship oh
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah so
1: and to take more than what you
0: should for sure i i, I totally agree so i don't know i'm up for your 10-year deal though i think that would be an interesting uh because i also think that you would work really hard Knowing oh, that yeah. you only have two years left. And if it, it, it's not feeling right and and you really feel like it should go somewhere, you're gonna fight for that two years. Mm, so
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: And and not only that, but for for ten years, man, you're you should be growing and evolving and 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 working together and making something together. I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't stay with the person. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like if, if somebody can't do it at the 10 year mark, there should be a way to say, okay, I'm tapping no hard yeah. feelings. Love you mean it, but yeah. you know, let's move forward. Not that there isn't going to be hard feelings because there is, but, yes, but there's- if we set it up that, that it's okay and nobody's going to look at anybody harshly and yeah. this is just what everybody signed up for. I, I just don't think it would be so freaking difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I I totally agree. I think it would be an interesting way to, of of doing it. And I mm-hmm. know that it, it it people would make it sound like it's it's um you know a contract but you're already kind of in one. You just don't realize it. So yeah. you know, ten, and you're right. And if you build something in 10 years, you you'll you'll be so much more apt to the day that your 10 years is up, you'd be getting remarried you'd be re-upping because if you've already built this thing and you know you're with the right person, why not, you know, go, okay, it's another 10. Let's do another 10. Right. And then if it doesn't work out inside that 10 and you do get a divorce, it's 50, 50.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You go with this. I go with this. Good luck. You know, the, and then of course, like I said, pay into the kids, pay into, you know, whatever you have to do as people. And then you go from there and then your kid doesn't suffer. I also think that if you're going to do 50, 50 split, it's 50, 50 with the kids, no matter what, there's no, Oh, I, you only get them on the weekends. Nope. That's not how it works. It's 50, yeah, 50.
1: That kind of puts a, a shithole on the kid though, too, because the kid's going to be going in between two houses for the rest of his childhood years.
0: Sure, but that's so. I don't but know. It's the, not a
1: foolproof that 10-year thing's not a foolproof plan. But no,
0: but I just think that 50-50 works because, look, if you don't want deadbeat dads, stop only giving them four days a month.
1: I agree with that. It
0: it, it doesn't work. You're you're building uh, you're building shit if you do that. If you mm-hmm. if you go week one with mom, week two with dad, <laughs> week, and then not only that, it makes the father be a father. you got to get up at 6 thirty in the morning, and get your kid ready. You have to drive him to school. you have to make sure you make it to work. You got to make sure that the after school program's done, you know at the same school and they know Dad's picking him up for this week it it just makes better parents. And then when you're dropping off in between or doing whatever, maybe you're building a better friendship with your ex that, you, you know when it's time to do things with your kid with your new mates or whatever nobody's shitty to each other you understand it didn't work after 10 years your kids being taken care of they have a father they have a mother and you're off to the next relationship i don't know i just think that there's there's a lot that comes with marriage but that 10 year thing is we we got to we got to get that taken care of Tina we need to throw that in and 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 make it work i think it would be an interesting um Thing for a lot of people.
1: Listen, I I always say just uh just remember don't ever say never because You'll find yourself in a situation like if you <laughs> a, honestly to ask me right now, I don't ever want to get married. I could love somebody. Mm-hmm. I could live with somebody. I could take care of somebody. I could be that person to somebody. I don't need the piece of paper for it. And I definitely don't think I want it anymore because I don't want to feel trapped. I want to know that I'm there because I want to be there, not because I have to take care of somebody.
0: hmm. I agree. And I think that. Never saying never is, you're right, it's the best thing you can do because I will tell you in my mid-20s, I would I said I would never get married.
1: And what a karmic bitch slap you got, huh?
0: I know. Married and a kid. So what does that tell you?
1: <laughs>
0: never say never. So I, I, I won't I, say never, but... I never yeah. said I
1: wouldn't get married. We were raised to want to be married and to want to have kids and everything. So I did it because that's how we were raised to think sure. mm-hmm. and uh, not being able to have kids and, and having the husband that I had that was very supportive and me being Tina on her own, not Tina, the mom and the everything else. I, I definitely don't think I needed to do that. Looking yeah. back at the time, I thought I did, and and I don't regret it. I mean, I definitely feel like it was something that had to be done, or that should be done, or it was it was definitely a lesson uh, in life, and and you know, learning how to deal with that. I, I I got a lot out of it, but I think now the lesson is don't do it again.
0: Yeah, no, I I get you. And, and like you said, I'll say, I won't say never. I just think that it's the the perfect storm will have to happen where I find myself uh, with that one person that I'm just like, yeah, I can be with you every day. And, you know, I enjoy just being your, in your company. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, as we get older, too, I think it's about company. It's about being with somebody that I agree. that that it's like I said, more of a friendship with other with all the perks. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, we've uh come to the end of our show. Hey. What do you know?
1: Yeah. I it's I, been pretty it, it's been fun. It's it went pretty fast. Yeah, after the abortion episode, I, I'm back on it. Like I just didn't like yeah. doing that. Well this, the music this is well, much better.
0: Every blue moon, you know we're gonna end up um doing episodes that are a little either controversial or not as Happy go lucky. Matter of fact, next week, I think is going to be one that might not be very go lucky, but um, I think it's a good subject as well.
1: I think it's going to be just fine.
0: Yeah. We're going to have a guest in everything. We're working on these guests. You know, we, we know so many people, it's like so many people are afraid to come on here and talk with us. I don't understand. It's like getting someone to come on here is like pulling teeth. It's like going to the dentist. It's like, we're really not that bad. Mm -mm. I don't get it. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's been a good week. I don't think we've got anybody new as uh, but India is still kicking it. They're, they're going. And obviously our friends here in the United States of America, they love us. We're still trying to get a couple of States. If you know anybody in Hawaii or Louisiana, Alabama, Utah, Wyoming, you know, Maine, tell them about the show. We want them (laughs) to listen and, uh, we want you to come back on and listen and and enjoy the show and come on with us. We're, we're uh, always looking for guests. It's always fun. Anything else you have to say there, Miss Tina?
1: You could find us on, uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Google, Mm -hmm. Amazon. Amazon, anywhere you could find podcasts and please, uh, look for us on social media and, you know, tell us what you think. And if you want to be on the show, please get in contact with us, um, Mm
0: -hmm. via those, uh, Twitters or, or Instagrams or Facebooks. Also, if you look in the show notes, our emails in there, you can also email us as well. We'd love to have you on.
1: Absolutely. So please uh, feel free to follow, like, share, and uh, let's get some more listeners.
0: Exactly. And, you know, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. We're just having a little fun trying to put our opinions out there. Uh, Until next week, come Wednesday, it's going to, for my lovely co-host, Tina, I'm Rob. It's time to go walk my dog.
1: Bye. (laughs) Talk
0: to you later.